Welcome to Self Love and Sweat, the podcast, the place where you'll get inspired to live your life unapologetically, embrace your perfect imperfections, break down barriers, and do what sets your soul on fire. I'm your host, London Souza. Hey friend, it's me, London Souza, online lifestyle transformation coach. I help people all over the world just like you who know they are meant for more, get their mind right and their body tight and go from crazy busy to crazy happy. And hey, if it's our first time meeting, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been with us for a while, it's so great that you're here too. I'm really excited to share this episode of the Self Love and Sweat podcast with you. I want to tell you quickly about two ways that you can get connected beyond the podcast to up-level your health, your life, your fitness, reach your goals, but also support the podcast as well. So the first option is our self-love and sweat monthly members-only meetup. We meet up on the last Saturday of the month on Zoom for 90 minutes to cover some important topics, to answer your questions, and then to also do a workout together. It's a great way to have that support, have that accountability, get supercharged and get reminded that there are other people all over the world on this journey of self-love and sweat and you don't have to do it alone. You can join your first month for only a dollar using code SELFLOVE1 at checkout and then it's $27 a month after that. So you go to lifelikelondon.com forward slash monthly, use the code SELFLOVE1 at checkout to try us out, test it out for only a dollar for your first month and then you can be on board to listen to the podcast, join up on the meetups, and just really feel like you're connected and thriving on this journey to reach your goals. The second option is our Strong at Home for Women eight-week dumbbell-only workout plan. We have women all over the world getting stronger from the inside out right at home, right? So we're ready to take action to get stronger despite the circumstances of the world. And we know that we're not about to do that alone. So embark on this eight-week journey with us. You can go to lifelikelondon.com forward slash strong at home. You can pick up your eight-week plan. And the exciting thing is that every eight weeks, we open it up, myself and my co-coach, for VIP all-access coaching with us. So not only do you get the plan, but you get Zoom fireside chats with us. You get an exclusive way to chat with us anytime so you can ask your questions, share your progress. Um, And we're always continuing to stay connected and motivate and inspire each other on our journey to get stronger, no matter what that means for us. So if you know that you're meant for more, you're ready to get stronger from the inside out, and you're just like, yes, I need a plan and some structure, something to tell me what to do. I know I'm ready, but I need that coaching. I can't do it alone. We are here for you. You can go to lifelikelondon.com forward slash strong at home, pick up the plan, figure out when our next VIP all access registration is opening so you can get that support and guidance. And the third thing, I said there was two, but the third thing is you can do both. You can join us for those monthly meetups. You can be there for the eight week program. You know, this coaching and this support is here for you. We want to get you real results that last so you never have to start over again. And so you guys are awesome. Enjoy this episode. Get connected. Self-love and sweat, friends.
In this episode of Self Love and Sweat the Podcast, I am giving thanks to COVID. I'm giving thanks to the pandemic. I'm giving thanks to the fact that the world turned upside down for many of us. And that's because I really, over the last year, have felt like, yeah, I think like a lot of us have, where it was like, holy guacamole, like what in the world has happened? What year is it? Oh my gosh. It's at the time of me recording this, it's the end of 2021. What happened? You know, what's going on? And, um, I've been, of course, you know, coaching my clients along the way, but also very much a student, very much showing up as a student. I have a lot of coaches in many areas of my life because I know that if I don't continue to grow and don't continue to be a student, then I'm not going to continue to be a really great coach and continue to be a coach that um, I want to be and show up as a coach that I'm proud of. And so I've been having a lot of conversations with my coaches and also with my best friend, Allie, who I love. I talk about her a lot on the podcast. She's one of the most important people in my life. And we were talking about COVID and like the fact that I'm so grateful for it. And I'm just going to, you know, kind of share my personal experience of what I went through and why I'm super grateful for COVID. Um, when COVID hit, I was living in Austria and I had been living there for about six years. Um, and now looking back, I was living in a really la la land. I was living in a just, um, I would say a very superficial version of myself. I think that might be the word choice I want to use. By the way, I did not take notes. I wrote a note on my list of podcasts I wanted to record for today. Thankful for COVID. So that's what we're talking about. I don't have a list of what I'm thankful for in COVID. I'm just going to be no filter and raw and just kind of share uh, what's going on and what I'm grateful for there. So I would say that, you know, I just felt like I was always um, turned on, if that makes sense, before COVID. It was very much like um, London, the Runtastic Fitness Coach or Adidas Runtastic Fitness Coach. And maybe some of you guys listening kind of remember that phase of my life, um, or maybe that's the way that we connected and you found me. Um, I was the Adidas Runtastic Fitness Coach for eight years. From 2012 to 2020, I was the face of a company called Runtastic. Eventually, they were acquired by Adidas. Um, so Adidas Runtastic. And I was the face of the company, did all the YouTube videos, um, was on stage in front of thousands of people doing live workout parties and events. And I just feel like I was living in a very, um, yeah, uh, superficial world for me. Um, and I say that because I don't think I was really allowing people to get to know me for me. Um, I also think that I wasn't, I was in a space where I had expectations on myself that I had to be a certain way. If I was going to be the Adidas Rantastic fitness coach, I should always be motivated. I should always be smiling and excited. I shouldn't be, you know, like partying too much or drinking in excess or engaging in certain activities or whatever. And so I feel like COVID really pulled out that rug from underneath me, knocked me over and pulled that mask off. And, um, not to say that, you know, who I, put myself out there as wasn't me. I mean, I am someone committed to positivity. I am someone that's committed to being, um, to seeing, to being motivated and to, um, finding fire to fuel my motivation. I am someone who, um, you know, really gets a lot of work done and can crush out content and, you know, be there to support people and be a shining light and be inspiring. Absolutely. But I just feel like because, 
I was in my early twenties when I started that. And not to say that there's any timeline of when you should, you know, come into yourself. I know some people who, you know, come into their true essence and being, you know, in their teens and some people, you know, it takes until their fifties, sixties, seventies, whatever there's your time is your time. There's no timeline. It doesn't matter. Um, but I just really kind of look at that version of myself and even some of the videos that I recorded at that time, especially early on in my early twenties and whatever, it was very much like a, I turned on, but it was like, I feel like I turned on to like a medium temp. And now I feel like I'm turning myself on at like the right temperature in the oven for like the perfect meal, uh, to be cooked at the right temperature with like the best flavor, like, you know, um, and it's, it's not easy, right. It's so not easy to do a lot of this working in, right. I was so used to like working out and moving and doing more and all these things, but it wasn't until I started working in and kind of asking myself, okay, who do I want to become? You know, what does it mean to be London outside of Runtastic Fitness Coach London or Adidas Runtastic Fitness Coach London or whatever, you know? And so I really feel like COVID brought that. Um, and I was in my apartment in Austria for, three months. Um, so COVID hit kind of in March, April, I came back in June. And so for three months, it was like, you know, you were really like, it was a very strict lockdown. Um, granted I broke some rules. I'll just be honest. I went outside when I wasn't supposed to, I hung out with friends when we weren't supposed to, I did certain things and went to different places when we weren't supposed to. So I don't care. I'm just going to share that. But at the same time, it was very much a strict lockdown. And I was in my apartment my hair was falling out. Like literally my hair was falling out. Like I would just, you know, kind of maybe I know that, I mean, you don't have to be a girl to have long hair, but if you're those of you that have long hair, we already kind of, our hair already kind of sheds, right? We already have to kind of like, you know, pick up our hair and like, you know, we shed a lot, um, for sure. But like my hair was falling out a lot. Like I had to vacuum and sweep up my hair like daily. I was super, super stressed. Um, and I, yeah, I just was, I had two periods for two months. So I would have like a period every two weeks, um, which historically I had some issues hormonally like years prior. So I got to a point where my period was super regular and I had healed some hormonal issues I had. So when, when I started having two periods a month during that time, I knew it was a cue from my body. Like, okay, like, this is a stressful situation for you, London. And, um, I also picked up a fun habit of smoking cigarettes. I, um, would be, I, in Austria, like they have these, uh, cigarettes in automat, which is like a cigarette vending machine. And I remember looking outside of my window and every day I would go get a coffee from the bakery and the coffee was like two euros. And I give them five euros every day. I was like, I need to, you know, go in and get a coffee, you know, support this business, support these people. And quite frankly, it was like literally just something fun to do. And then I would go to get my coffee and go to the grocery store. And I would like do that daily. And then of course people had their opinion on that and would tell me, what do you mean you're going to the store every day? You should go once and then wait two weeks. And I'm like, I just, want to get a coffee and I just want to go to the store. So it was also like, I'm thankful for that moment because you realize like, you just get to start to see how people act and react during fear. And it was really like interesting for me that people were giving opinions about my actions like that, but Hey, we all were going through something different. Right. And everyone, you know, was going through a different scenario, but I, like, I remember looking out the window and being like, Oh, there's a cigarette automat. All right. 
And I went and got two packs of cigarettes and then I did it again at some point. So in that three month period, I smoked like four packs of cigarettes out the window in my own house. Like I literally was in my apartment out the window, just like smoking cigarettes um, and drinking coffee. Like what a great healthy habit, right? But I'm just gonna be super raw and super honest because every morning I would wake up and I'd get an email from Lufthansa, the airline saying like, your flight has been canceled, you need to reschedule. Your flight has been canceled, you need to reschedule. And I was like, what the heck? How am I gonna get home? How am I gonna get home? And I remember thinking like, at least if I was in New York and my family's in California, like at least in theory, I could walk. And at least I believe in my capability to walk from New York to California. Like I would get my Forrest Gump on and I would go if I needed to. But I knew no no matter how hard I tried, like I would never be able to swim across, you know, the ocean to get from Austria back to New York and then walk to California, right? Like logistically that wasn't happening. And so every single day it was such a challenge because I would get these emails and then I'd rebook the flight and I'd get these emails So after about five or six canceled flights, I finally was able to get back to America. And yeah, I I got here. I was planning on staying just a few weeks, but lo and behold, I ended up staying. And I'm thankful for COVID because it brought me home and it brought me again around my family and my close friends and especially my niece especially my niece. So originally um, before COVID uh, in 2019, like Christmas of 2019, I had planned to come home July of 2020 to be there for my niece's birthday because she was turning three. And I was like, I have to be, you know, there for that. And so even before pandemic, everything, I already knew I wanted to be home during that time. So I got home and after being there probably like 10 days, I just realized I needed to be home with my family. And I'm so thankful for COVID because if it wasn't for that, I would have still been in my la la land on stage doing my thing, Runtastic Fitness Coach, Adidas Runtastic Fitness Coach, la la la, and probably never came back. Not to say never, like obviously to come and visit, but in my brain, you know, I was going to be in Europe forever and that's where I was going to live and all of that. And so I'm very thankful because um, it brought me home and I was able to spend nine months in my parents' house. Um, Not the most fun thing in the world, right? I mean, I don't think anyone, if you've, you know, I was, you know, 32 at the time or 31 at the time. And, um, you know, I think anytime you've lived out of your parents' house and then you come back, it's challenging, you know? And I remember being at my parents' house. My niece had kind of taken over my room. So I'm sleeping in a princess bed with like Jasmine and Cinderella on the, on the comforter, right? Just like, what's happening? Where am I? What's going on? And then from that, um, I had to, and chose to kind of relinquish my title and contracts with Adidas Runtastic and all of that, and really like cut the ties there. And it was really hard. It was like, oh my gosh, okay, if I'm not the Adidas Runtastic Fitness Coach London, who am I? Who am I? And I really got to explore that being at home, you know, being with my family, being with my mom and dad. Um, My brother was living at home with my parents at the time as well, because he was waiting for a house that he bought just to kind of, um, you know, he was getting his house and kind of in between locations. And so he was there too. And it was like, we were all back at home, you know? And as, you know, as you can imagine, we were, you know, we, 
my family, we love each other so much. We have great communication. Uh, we cohabitate very, very well, considering the circumstances, considering it was COVID, considering like me and my brother, brother are both grown. You know, he just turned 30, you know, like we were all in the same house together. I'm sure we got on each other's nerves here and there, but like, it was such a beautiful experience. And I'm just so thankful for that. Thank you, COVID, for scaring me straight and bringing me back home. Thank you for allowing me to be in this space, in my home, with my family, with my parents, with my brother, and with my beautiful niece. You know, before that, we would FaceTime here and there, and she wouldn't even really want to talk to me, not because obviously she loved me. How could she not love her auntie? Um, But she, like, you know, didn't really know me. She didn't know me, you know? And the nine months I got to spend with her, you know, nearly every day was just so, so powerful and so beautiful. And um, it just really changed my heart and changed my life. And, you know, just to be able to watch all her favorite shows and to play animals with her and to do puzzles and to go to the park, like so cool. I'm so thankful for that. So thankful for that. And then additionally, some other things I'm thankful for is just being able to be close to my friends again, and especially my best friend, Allie. Um, I'm, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to upload this particular podcast. So I don't know if there will be a podcast episode with her before or after this one. Um, but I have to get her on the podcast. Uh, she's a genius of a human. I love her so much. She's been in my life since we were two, you know, and we've gone through so many different phases of our lives together. And, you know, we also have very different brains in terms of like, yeah, just how we think and how we operate and what we're working towards and what we define as success and what we define as like being happy, you know, but what I'm really thankful for is now the fact that I'm back, her and I have spent so much more time in conversation together before it was different. It was like, okay, are you, you know, available at 7am your time, 4pm, my time for a quick FaceTime, you know, it was like very much like regimented and scheduled, which is no problem. That's how we stayed in contact and how we stayed connected. But now it's like, I can call her and be like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? You want to grab a coffee? You want to go get some lunch. You want to go to the beach. Like those are things I never got to do before. Those are things like, you know, for the last seven years, I just missed out on, you know, granted it was my choice. I chose to move to Austria. I chose to be there. All of that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I just feel like being reconnected with her is something I'm very, very thankful for. And, you know, I think sometimes with friends, it can be challenging because, you know, we change and maybe some friends, you know, are not on board with the changes or they try to hold us kind of in our own ways or whatever. And I feel like with her, our relationship has grown like through the roof. Um, we, we talk regularly, like every morning and every evening, we are sharing like our deepest, deepest, deepest secrets with one another. Like the stuff that like nobody knows except for her now, or that, that I know, you know, and it's really strengthened our relationship and it's really, um, yeah, really strengthened our relationship, but also like strengthen my relationship with myself to have someone there that you trust and that supports you that you feel like, okay, I can share this with you. I can like bear all, I can like get naked, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, wait, not physically, <laughs> emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you know, to say like, you know, this is who I am. And this is like, 
exactly who I want to be. And this is the ways that I've been holding myself back. And these are the things that I don't like about myself. And these are the things that I want to change about myself and for her to be there and to be supportive. And we call each other out, right? So we don't, we're committed to, to honesty, her and I, as friends, you know, we are like, yeah, like she's like, sometimes you tell me things and it hurts. And I do the same for you. And I'm like, yes, that's what I love about our friendship. That's what I love about being in this friendship with you is to be like, yeah, you know, I, I I get what you're saying, but like, that's been on repeat girl. Like you've been saying that, you know, and she'll say that to me too. You know, like you've been saying that same shit, girl, we need to switch it up. You know, very, very, um, we have a lot of trust there. Very thankful for that. I don't think me being far and in Austria, we would have been able to have that type of honesty and growth in our friendship, which I'm very, very thankful for. Very, very thankful for. Um, yeah. And I think that there's so much within this time, um, within this, you know, COVID pandemic, there's so much that we can look at and be like, okay, I, I can't wait till things go back to normal. I can't wait until this, you know, gets fixed or because of COVID this, 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 and this happened. And granted there was a lot of tragedy and I'm not discounting any of that. I'm not discounting any of the tragedy or fear, or hardship or anything. All I can say is that an attitude of gratitude is a magnet. And it's a magnet for miracles. And so even though I feel like sometimes, oh, I miss my life in Europe. I miss my friends. I miss being able to travel and just kind of be on the go and go explore different cultures and countries pretty much whenever I wanted. I'm going to be grateful for where I am now. I'm going to be grateful for, you know, COVID coming and for my body giving me cues through my hair and through my menstrual cycle. I'm going to be grateful for those moments. I sat outside my window chain smoking cigarettes because I didn't know what else to do. I'm going to be grateful for that lady from Lufthansa that helped me countlessly. I don't even remember her name, but a moment of love and prayers going up for this lady at Lufthansa that just really helped me get a flight help me kind of finagle things a little bit in terms of booking and the duration of booking to get me on that next flight. And I'm going to be thankful for being here. I'm thankful for my friends and my ex-boyfriend who were able to help me get out of the apartment that I was in because I moved and I was like, okay, well, I need to, you know, I need to get my stuff out and there's just a few things that I want. And so they were able to go through there and give me, you know, there's some jewelry and a few things that I wanted. Um, and then they kind of cleared everything else out for me and made sure that there was somebody else to take over my lease. Um, I'm thankful for the, my landlord that he was super flexible. I had just moved in, you know, and he's like, don't worry, you know, we'll find someone else to take over. Just, you know, you need to pay the rent until you, um, until we find someone else, you know, you're on contract for it. So I was like, yep, fair enough. So I'm thankful for him. Um, I'm thankful for, you know, my family welcoming me back home, having a place for me to come, right. That's not always a given, you know, not everybody can, I'm thankful for the fact that, you know, even though, yeah, I do have challenges, you know, with my parents, things, you know, every now and then we get on each other's nerves, we get in, like, I, you know, whatever, like, I know that different things like that can happen, but 
I'm just very thankful that they're able to welcome me into their home and be there with open arms and be there to support me and be there to talk with me and communicate with me, but also give me space. And I'm thankful for my niece and for all the time that I got with her and I still get to get with her now. And I'm thankful for the moments I can just text my friends and be like, Hey, you want to grab coffee? Hey, you want to grab dinner? Hey, you want to do something? Um, I feel like that's just so awesome and so amazing and such a blessing. And so those are just some small blessings that I wanted to share with you and some things I'm thankful for, because like I said, I feel like an attitude of gratitude is a magnet and Dr. Joe Dispenza. um, That's another thing I'm thankful for meditation. I had the opportunity to go to a meditation retreat with Dr. Joe Dispenza in Cancun, Mexico, the November after I moved back. So I moved back in June. So that following November, I went to Cancun on a seven day retreat and um, meditated for basically every day, all day and learned the power of meditation and learned the power of changing your you know, your brain and your world and becoming who you want to become. And I met some amazing people there, some amazing humans that will forever be my friends. And I'm just so grateful for that too. And yeah, I'm thankful, you know, and the reason why I mentioned Dr. Joe Dispenza is because what he says in a lot of his meditations is gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. So if we are pointing the blame at everyone, everything outside of us and not taking the time to give gratitude and to give thanks and to be grateful, then it's no wonder we're not receiving, you know, what we say we want to receive. And so I feel like in any moment of hardship, in any moment of struggle, um, I can never go wrong with gratitude. So thank you, COVID. Thank you, pandemic. I'm so grateful for all that you've taught me. I'm so grateful for all the relationships you've helped me strengthen. And I'm so grateful for the personal revelations of what it means to be London. And I'm really grateful for all of you guys listening. Thank you for um, your continuous support, your continuous love, your continuous feedback, your amazing reviews on the podcast. And yeah, I'm just thankful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Love and Sweat, the podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, give us a review. This really helps a lot. And share this with a friend. I'm only one person. And with your help, we can really spread the message of self-love and sweat and change more lives all around the world. I'm London Souza reminding you that you deserve a life full of passion, presence, and purpose fueled by self-love and sweat. This podcast is a HitSpot Austria production.